0: Welcome to our first podcast, this is Overtime Talk with your hosts Nick Delaro, Ben McElroy and Christian Navarro. I hope you guys are having a great
1: day. What's up
0: guys? We are talking about week 12 NFL football games and also how the teams can improve for their for week 13 against their opponents and just recap the games. So let's Yo. start it off with you Christian. So for
2: the first game that I did, I did Ravens and Raiders. The Ravens won Sunday against the Raiders 34-17. to 17. Lamar Jackson had a very good game with 178 yards passing with a touchdown pass to Michael Crabtree. Right. Okay. Lamar Jackson also Let's ran see. for 71 yards and had a rushing touchdown. Lamar Jackson has done very well being a mobile quarterback, and I realize that the Ravens this year have had much more of a running offense. Yeah, it looks like
0: previous. Lamar's really taking in his college
1: ways of running a lot and Putting that into his NFL play, he's looking really good this year. Yeah, yeah. Joe has not been doing as well, yeah. because... Really. I've definitely put more of an emphasis this year, like I said earlier, on like the running game okay. than years previous. I mean, in my opinion, that might be a mistake, because the receivers, long term, we're not going to have anybody in the next few years, because yeah. Crabtree's getting older, Mike Wallace. I don't even know if we still have if we still have him on our team. To be honest with you, no, we don't. Yeah, no. so we really in the long term we're not gonna have any receivers. So I think that needs to be the, the focus of the of John Har- of John Harbaugh to get that get some receivers on the team. Yeah,
0: that's if we still have him after this year. I mean, if we don't pick it up, he might be gone. And same with Joe Flacco, because with Harbaugh, Joe Flacco is on the team because of Harbaugh, and it was. A great decision of bringing in Lamar because he's a great second string. He can run and he can pass, and he's just a great rookie looking. And he's gonna
2: boost up the yeah. next season too. I think the Ravens looking like moving forward need to know who they're gonna need as a starter. Right now, the starting position is obviously between Joe Flacco and Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is definitely more of a running quarterback, and Joe Flacco is more of a passing quarterback. Yeah. So. Yeah. I for feel sure. like, from what I've seen from Lamar, he's not very like comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Passing as much that's why he runs, but it throws the defense off.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so the next game that I did was Steelers and Broncos. The Denver Broncos defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday, twenty-four to seventeen. Case Keenum had a good game for the Denver Broncos, throwing one hundred ninety-seven yards, two touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Other players had good games over. for the Broncos. Um, Philip Lindsay with 110 yards rushing. And a touchdown the to Emmanuel Sanders with 86 yards receiving and a touchdown. Um, what confuses me about this game is how Ben Roethlisberger had 462 yards passing and the Steelers still lost the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's always been the guy that throws, like, 300 yards a game. You know, he's yeah. he's that con- kind of guy and he has Antonio Brown to throw two, he has Juju now. Um, I just I don't see how that he could he could throw that many yards and to those guys and not win, you know. Yeah. He also had two interceptions that game. Well, that
2: um, was that yeah. Was yeah. It seems like the Steelers defense also isn't
0: just as strong as it used to be since most of their guys got older and they had to retire or they're just injured. So it's like their defense yeah. is just falling apart to teams that
2: the offense can easily beat, but they just can't hold out. Yeah. I think the Steelers, moving forward, have a pretty comfortable lead in their division Yeah. over the Ravens. But I think they yeah. also should be careful, too, because they have a tough schedule coming up. They play the Chargers, the Saints, and the Patriots. And as for the Broncos, they've, um, they've won two in a row, so that's good. They're hot right yeah, now. They're yeah, they're doing pretty. And the final game that I did was the Packers and Vikings. The Vikings defeated the Packers 24-17 to Sunday night. And it seems like right now for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers is really the only one
1: that's been contributing. Yeah, and he's one of the goats for sure. And he really doesn't have anybody on his team anymore. And he's getting a holder. So they are going to decrease from their – the. Like they're usually, you know, playoff every year, kind of yeah. team, or at least in that area. But I don't think that's going to be the same anymore, especially yeah. when as Rodgers gets older and starts to lose his touch. I guess. Yeah. All right, Ben. What do you got for us? All right. So uh, Colt Colt McCoy started for the Redskins for for the first time in four years. So that years. that was not easy for him. He uh, he had two hundred and 68 pat passing yards with two touchdowns and three picks, but despite that, they still lost to the Cowboys, and that means that that's a very important game because now the Cowboys and the Redskins are tied at six and five in their yeah. in their division. So these next few games are going to be very important for both teams. Yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a tough race for them. Yeah, um, and then. One of the best games of the week, the Texans versus the Titans. Um, the Texans game. won yeah. their eighth game in a row. So they, yeah. after starting off zero and three, they came out pretty hot and have not slowed down. That's and crazy. and uh, Lamar Miller actually got a few milestones in this game. He became yards. yeah he yeah. Bec- he became the second the second te- Texan to get one hundred and fifty rushing yards and a t- touchdown in a game since Arian Foster who is one of the greatest Texans of all time. Right, And he became the first player in NFL history to have two 95-plus-yard rushing touchdowns in his career. So, That's impressive. Yeah, he's That's set his mark in the NFL for sure. Right. Yeah, And that game is pretty one-sided. The Texans pretty much had a hold over them the entire game. Right. And Deshaun Watson's looking really good. And you know from his first year he came out winning all those games since they got hurt. Um, He's really kind of becoming that kind of guy that will carry his team year after year. Yeah, kind of like what you said with the
0: Texans, just picking up that pace and not slowing down. They really demonstrated that this game. They just ran the ball up and down the field on the Titans, and they just could not be stopped. And it's just they couldn't – they were unstoppable, as I said. And it's just – the, tit- the Texans, I think they have a good chance at making the
1: playoffs this year. For, for, sure. Sure. for sure. Yeah, I would be surprised if they didn't. And speaking of uh, going hot, the, the Saints have improved their record to 10-1. and 1. They're doing very well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they defeated the Falcons 31-17. And Drew Brees only threw for 171 yards. And only. all of his four touchdowns. T- All of his four touchdowns were to a different receiver that no one has ever heard of before. I think Michael Thomas didn't get any. He threw one to Tommy Lee Lewis, who is, you know, no one knows who that is. Um, So he's proving with that that he can throw to pretty much any guy and he'll still get the Mm. job done. Like, he's that good. Yeah, I
0: feel like Drew Brees is also that kind of teammate because he wants to not only just throw to the... Named players, but he also wants to get rookies and other people a chance, and he wants to see how they're gonna look and to see for future. Players. Didn't he like, pass
1: someone too on the passing? He years, like a he few did. weeks ago he became number one on the all-time pass yards. So that's. Yeah. I mean, he is obviously he's one of the best of all time. time yeah, 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 he, he really is. is. Yeah, and Matt Ryan actually didn't too bad. It didn't do too bad. He threw for three hundred and seventy-seven yards. On his own, even though his team didn't win. They didn't come close, but he did well. He he had a good game for for himself. And Julio Jones actually got 147 of of those yards. So, I mean, he has always been a top receiver in the league, and he just continues to show that he he can do that. Like, you know, every game. So, yeah, pretty
0: eventful week so far, you know? Yeah. So, for me, I did the um, Dolphins. First off, I'm going to start off with the Dolphins versus Colts. The score was 24 27 in the Colts' favor. Both of the defenses showed up in that game. It was a very back and forth game. And um, the Dolphins had two interceptions, both by safety Xavier uh, Howard. And the Dolphins also had a fumble pickup. Both of the teams had a fumble pickup. the Dolphins had a blocked field goal in that game, which was clutch because it kept the quote because if the quotes converted on it, it it would have tied the game at seventeen seventeen with three thirty six left in the first quarter. I mean, in the third quarter, my bad. Um, the Dolphins, as a team, also rushed for one hundred thirteen yards, and Ryan Tannehill uh, passed for two hundred four yards with two touchdowns and completed seventeen out of twenty five passes. Well. Apparently.
1: Like came out strong in that game. Yeah, and you don't we it, don't yeah. usually see that from him, but I mean it could be him trying to improve his team that probably won't make the playoffs in this yeah. year. But have a chance. That's in, good in moving. It's sure. good
2: moving forward. Like if yeah. he continues that success.
0: Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. The Colts had no interceptions though, so I mean, but they still had that fumble pickup to give their team back on possession, and uh, like I said, with Tannehill looking strong. Andrew Luck, man, he could he just connected on everything. He threw for 343 yards with three touchdowns and completed 30 out of 37 passes. Wow. So he just killed it that game. It, which did, it just, did well. Yeah. And the Colts rushed for a total of 118 yards. And um, like I said, it was a back-and-forth game. But as the clock struck zero, the Colts won it with a 32-yard field goal. Uh, and put their team up 27-24. It's a close game right there. Yeah, it was It was a good one. And then I have Jags versus Bills, which was another one that won by three. It was 24-21 in this game. With a great rushing play, Isaiah McKenzie got a touchdown for the Bills in the first quarter, which put them up 7-0 with the PA. Um, under extreme heavy pressure. Josh Allen had an unbelievable pass to Robert Foster for a touchdown for the Bills. Uh, he had three Jaguars come in on him in the pocket and still was able to get the throw off right before he got tackled and under, uh, under pressure as well. If the safety didn't turn around, it could have been a pass interference and he still caught it and ran it in for a touchdown. And, um, Jags quarterback Blake Bortles passed for a total of 127 yards and had one touchdown completed and three for 20, 12 out of 23 pass
1: attempts with 3-2 interceptions. So, I mean, he didn't have the best of games. Yeah, not team too team. strong for him, which is not something that you would expect. Well, I mean, he, he was good for one year. His team really was strong. Yeah. They won a few games in a row and stuff like that. But I think since then he's kind of fallen off and – doesn't really have anyone to throw it to, and it's just kind of been a kind of subpar year for them yeah. so far. So I feel like you hope to expect better.
0: In yeah, the future I feel for like it's mainly the Jaguars' defense that's kind of carrying them a little and putting yeah, their sure. team together. Because sure. their offense, it's not the strongest, and it certainly isn't the best. And it's just they don't. Ha- it seems like they don't have the speed, and they don't have the players that they need in order to get the wins that they need, especially in a game like this. So, um, as I was saying, Bills, Corvette, Josh Allen passed for 160 yards with one touchdown completed, eight out of 19 pass attempts. And the Bills rushed for a total of 167 yards with two touchdowns, one by Josh Allen and one by Isaiah McKenzie, as I said earlier. So, I mean, eight out of 19, that's not too bad. I mean... It's a good model. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, so... But it's not
2: horrible, which is decent. And they still got the win though. Mm-hmm. So, but only by a hair. Right. Yeah. So for the final segment today, we're going to be talking about fantasy leaders this week. Top five fantasy leaders offensively this week. Christian McCaffrey, running back for the Carolina Panthers, scored 46.7 points. Amari Cooper, yes. wide receiver for Dallas Cowboys. Scored 38 points. Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mm -hmm. got 37.9 points. I was against him this week. That's great. (laughs) Saquon Barkley, running back for the New York Giants, scored 33.2 points. And Nick Chubb, Chubb. Chubb. running back for the Cleveland Browns, scored 27.8 points. So very productive week, especially for the Panthers.
1: Christian McCaffrey doing very well. And, and, for, and then for Chubb, like, you know, the Browns coming from winning one or no games in the past few years have really showed out. I yeah. mean, yeah, for sure. they have Baker now. Nick Chubb is on fire. He's doing great. And, yeah, the, the team has just completely changed now, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do yeah, in you know, years to come. Finally getting their first win of the season. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. In a while. yeah.
0: All right, thank you for joining us on Overtime Talk. We are Nick Delaro, Ben McElroy, and Christian Navara, and we will see you next week. Thank you. Have a great day, boys.